What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Real Spectre Podcast, where I'm giving you the raw, unfiltered experiences of life, meaning I do not sugarcoat anything. Why? Because sugarcoating leads to misguidance, which leads to misfortune. Bam. I added that uh, new bit. You guys like it? Cool. Well, guys, it's official. I am now licensed. Sorry, I had to. I had to. I had to. I had a moment. I had a chance and I took it. As you can tell from the title of this video, I am done with my BS, meaning I am officially done with my bullshit. No, I'm just kidding. I have a Bachelor's of Science. I graduated college. I graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Biology from Cleveland State University uh, a couple weeks ago. I, for the first time I mentioned what school I go to, I've always been, uh, very careful of uh, mentioning it and try not to, uh, just for safety reasons and things like that. But now that I'm no longer a student or whatever, um, surprise, I'm a Cleveland state graduate, uh, go Vikings, psych, uh, that was cringy. Sorry. We're not going to say that ever again. Um, but yeah, guys, I graduated with a biology degree. I... I'm a woman of STEM, and I believe that I just lost um, a big chunk of my personality now that I am no longer a current student. Why? What am I going to do now? Why can't I'm like I no longer can record myself studying and like post it to make sure people know I'm studying. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. Actually, no, I, I know what to do now. So I, I uh, uh, the next step forward is for me, inshallah, to start grad school um, in the fall. But uh, right now I have about eight months to kind of figure things out for myself more emotionally, mentally, uh, spiritually, and physically. You know, I want to kind of focus on myself and you know, also, you know, you know, get a job and, you know, do all that. But also I have time. I don't have to worry about like deadlines or grades or academic stress. Like I can finally sleep without academic stress in a way. Um, I still have stress, but uh, that's something I can't really talk about on here just yet. Just yet. Stay tuned and make dua. But, um, so yeah, I graduated college a couple weeks ago, um, which happened to be the same day as the World Cup final against Argentina and France. <laughs> and um, it was really funny because when standing in line, uh, for example, like my, my, my buddy Victor, he's a, he also graduated the same degree as me. Him and I were actually the first two people to graduate with the, uh, with the college we were in. So we're, we're part of the College of Arts and Science and uh obviously we were candidates for a bachelor's of science uh so we were actually the first two victor was the first one and then i was the second i like to say he was the first guy i was the first girl <laughs> but uh him and i um we were watching the game and, and like ah i just dropped my phone oh my god no okay we're good we're good sorry false alarm uh, but him and i were watching the game and then you know this uh the dean of the college was also next to us and he was looking at his screen too. Um, it was just funny because like every single person you see, you just see one person having their phone out and like other people just crowding over them. Uh, it was a really good game. I'll be honest with you. It was a really good game. Um, though uh, I would love to have Morocco in the final, but you know what? I'm glad Messi finally got his World Cup title. Uh, <laughs> 
But it was funny because there's moments where it was like, oh, go Argentina, go France, France again, penalties, penalty shootout. Ah! And it's just like, oh, I just remember I recorded the um, last bit of, uh, you know, finally calling it. And it was it was really exciting having that moment of like on top of it, not only you graduating, but also like you're watching history in a way because, you know, I grew up watching Messi and Ronaldo and all of them. And it's just kind of sad how this World Cup was their last one. And, um, you know, it's I feel like a bit of childhood is officially at its end. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> Victor and I, we uh, were walking the entire time we were just talking about um, just like, how are we going to get out of here or whatever? Victor stayed the entire time. I'm going to be honest. I, I, after I walked, I left. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to stay for the uh, turning of the tassel because I can just turn it myself. You know, <laughs> literally straightforward. Um, also, um, you know, it, it was just really, it was just graduation. Honestly, it was just, Honest, I really had fun that day. I, I think I really needed that. I um just for the first time I finally sat back and I was like, oh wow, I'm not, I'm like really proud of myself. Like I did that. And I and I, you know, I am really hard on myself, but um I finally was able to be like, wow, girl, you you did it. Like all those nights crying, all those nights working hard, staying up and whatever. Like I, I did it. You know what I mean? Like, that's whack. That's crazy. Like, I'm not surprised. Like, I worked for it. You know what I mean? And it's like, how did I get here? What? Like, girly, like, you did it. You did the work. Um, But that day was really, it was really a nice day. So um, that entire weekend, you know, I, I just really needed something like that silver lining and graduation kind of happened to be it in a way. Um. The way graduation kind of started was I uh, had a my friend Noor and Lana. I texted them a couple of days before and I was like, hey, guys, do you guys really want to do you guys want to do like this plan and like do a photo shoot or just like take photos outside of my favorite coffee shop? My favorite coffee shop in the entire world. I'm going to tell you right now is Roasted in Tremont. I absolutely love this place. This is the perfect coffee shop. As you guys know, I do coffee shop ratings and I'm going to talk about the, uh, the coffee shop ratings and everything later about that more in detail. But um, guys, Roasted in Tremont, out of all the coffee shops that I have rated, and if you were to ask me what is your favorite place, I would say Roasted in Tremont. Why? It is the perfect package place. It's the place that you go to study. Parking is parking's good. The customer service is great. The baristas are amazing. And I'm I literally kid you not, the drinks are fantastic, okay? You literally get what you want. Like you, if you're anything you have in mind, if you're like, oh my God, hmm, I'm craving something sweet, but not too sweet. They got it. I'm craving something really sweet, but not too coffee. They got it. They got it. Like, I just love that place. That place, when you walk in, it's like, I love this vibe. I love everything about this. Like, I can be here for hours. Like, this is the perfect place where if you want to study or if you want to meet up with someone, talk with someone, group of people, like one person, two person, three person, four or more, like you can do whatever. Like, the staff is great. Everything is great. I absolutely love the owner. Sophia, you're amazing. And I'm so proud of you for everything that you're, you have done and everything that you're continuing to do. They also are opening up a second location in Lakewood, Ohio. And I'm so excited and I'm so proud. And I can't wait to support that one, too. 
I love this place so much that I literally was like, Noor, Lana, let's go. After or before graduation, let's just like get, let's just, you know, get some coffee before. Because I know graduation was going to be long. And graduation was long, bro. That shoe was long. But um, I was like, let's just let's just go take photos because I wanted to have kind of like a, you know, like those a, a moment with these girls. You know, these 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 are my homies. Um, it's kind of like a perfect like you know going to the coffee shop that was really like a staple <laughs> for me. Um, and you know, like I would get coffee before studying or whatever on the weekend beforehand or like after school or in between classes. I would literally because it was literally like five minutes from campus roasted Tremont anyone who goes to Cleveland State University it is five minutes from campus it's a five minute drive go there do it it's it's worth it dude go it's like it's literally nothing literally it's five minutes so we went um so graduation started at 1 p.m and we met at like 11 ish and we went there took some photos outside it was really cute it was a really nice moment it's great for me to look back on you know, a little part of me was like, oh, is it worth going? Like, I know, like, that means I have to wake up really early to get ready and, like, put my hair, fix my hair and, you know, put contacts and everything and all that. But it was so worth it. The memory, like, looking back, I'm going to look back on 10 years and be like, oh, my God. Like, I went to a, I went to a coffee shop and did a little, like, photo shoot beforehand. Um, it was a really cute memory uh, for all three of us. And, uh, yeah. And then the next day after the Monday after I graduated, so I graduated on a Sunday. So the next day I went and then that Tuesday I went and then that Wednesday I went. Um, you can, I really love that place. <laughs> I love roasted. I love Sophia and I love coffee. So yeah. Anyway, after that, uh, I ended up going to graduation and um, Alhamdulillah, I have the greatest of friends. I have a great support system. My family is amazing. My friends showed up and um, I got a lot of flowers and it was really sweet. Uh, wallahi, I, my, my heart was so full and so warm. I literally was going to cry. I was like, wow, you guys are here for me. Like I, um, one of my, one of the things is that, you know, uh, in the booklet, the commencement booklet, like we were looking at it because we were like, dang, bro, like all these people are first and then it's our turn. Um, because it was like, because they went through like, you know, the people, the PhDs and then the the doctorate of physical therapy. And then next they were talking about masters. And we we're like, oh my God, there's like four pages of masters with like 50 names on each page. And it's like, dang. But turns out, the bachelor's of science or the college of arts and science was immediately after the doctorates. And I was like, Oh shoot. So this lady like was telling Victor and I and the people next to us to get up. They were like, get up. You guys are next. And we're like, what? Oh shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we got up, we got up. Um, and yeah, I walked across that stage and it was actually funny. Cause the moment I walked across that stage, um, I was like, dang, this is my moment. I was like scared. I was like, okay, girl, don't trip. Smile. Don't trip. Don't trip. Like, that's all I kept thinking about. I was like, don't smile. Don't smile too hard. Uh, don't smile like it looks like you're in pain. Just do whatever. Have your moment. 
um because victor and i were the first two like there was like space between us and so him and i like kind of had like space to walk and then like once more names were getting called like people were kind of backed you have to be like really quick shake the hand shake the hand but i like since i was in the beginning i get to like shake my hand and whatever um but after we were stuck because it's like oh dang bro like now we gotta wait for everyone else um my dad texted me and he was like uh congrats kid now you gotta wait like the rest of us um it was really nice because like once I walked across that stage and I walked back to my seat I started getting a bunch of texts from people because they saw me walk and everything and that was like really sweet um hearing everyone I was like dang like I just felt so loved and I was like (laughs) y'all got me giggling and like twirling my hair and feeling all mushy gushy on the inside love type shiz um (laughs) Sorry. Um, but after I was like, huh? Well, yeah, I am kind of hungry. And I'm I've been here. It was like three o'clock, and I've been at the Wallstein Center where the graduation is. So I've been like inside the graduation area waiting for everything since 1145-ish. Um, and it was like three, and I was like, dang, like we have a lot of people to go next can I leave? And I like looked at Victor. I was like, can I leave, bro? And he was like, I think you can. He was like, maybe we should stay though. And I was like, yeah, maybe. And then I like turned to these other two girls that I met, which are really sweet girls, by the way. And I was like, can I leave, bro? And they're like, I don't see why not. They're not going to take your degree away from you. They're not going to tell you. I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm an adult. What are they going to do? Yell at me? As much as I would love to be there and stay, people were waiting for me and they had to go. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm trying to get photos with people. This is a once in a lifetime. Like, I love y'all. I'm proud of everyone else who graduated. But I'm about to ask the lady, can I go to the bathroom? And she was like, yes, go ahead. And I was like, thank you. She's like, go to your left. And I said, okay. And then I went straight upstairs because I'm not going to go to the left. And boom, that's where I was. Um, And ta-da also yes guys i did i brought my dsi you know what you you know i had to you know i had to bring it yo you know i had to bring dana dsi to graduation this is a once in a lifetime opportunity and i did and i'm gonna tell you right now it was a hit everybody wanted some dsi love and i'm telling you right now i'm not surprised and you know what Sure, sure. Yeah, I took those DSI photos the Aki way. Everyone wanted a photo. You want a photo? Oh, yeah, get in, girl. You want a photo? Yeah, here's it. Here's your own personal photo. It's all yours. And they were like, I got some DMs on Instagram being like, hey, can you send me the DSI photos? Like, yeah, sure, sure. I'll send them to you. Ah. Yeah. The photos were, 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 were dope. I'm going to be really honest with you. Um, uh, Professor Zickel, I, um, Love that lady. She was the first professor I worked with when I was teaching English 101 uh, at CSU. And she was a wonderful lady, wonderful professor. She truly is the definition of the perfect professor. She understands, you know, their students. She understands students are people too, and they have personal lives and things like that. So she gets it. So she she she's real. And she she's not like one of those asshole professors. Um so I have a really a lot of love and appreciation for this professor. Um, she's also really great at what she does. 
um, and how she writes and how she thinks about writing is amazing. I asked her in the middle of graduation, I was like, hey, you mind taking a DSI picture of us? Uh, and she was like, uh, okay. And I was like, yeah, press A, <laughs> just press A. And we should take the photo. And it was like such a cute photo of us four. Um, and honestly, like looking back and I'm like, I, you know, obviously I was very, um, Siri just looked at, um, apparently Siri activated and I, she heard such a cute photo of us 40. And so then she just sent me photos of, um, us 40 east 40 on the interstate that's weird anyway back to the computer um but yeah no like i i there were some times where i'm like ooh, should i not bring out the dsi like that's weird but then i was like nah nah i had the lululemon everywhere belt bag under my cap and gown under my gown i had that ish to the side and i held my phone and everything because my dress didn't have pockets speaking of which this was such a cute thing that i was able to do I wore the exact dress that my mother wore to her Cleveland State graduation in 1996. She wore this yellow dress that I wore. She graduated with her bachelor's of science in biology, the same degree that I graduated with. So it was kind of like a nice type of thing that we both had, um, being able to wear the same dress as my mom. Um, it was kind of cute. My mom saw me that morning in the dress. She was like, oh, my God, I see myself. And I was like, oh, my God. I didn't like I just saw my mom get very sentimental for the first time. Um, but, yeah, it was it was it was really nice, you know, having my older siblings watching me graduate. Um, because, you know, they they helped, you know, pave the way for me. And I'm very grateful for them. And I really hope my sister's not listening to this podcast episode because she'll she'll use that against me. In a good way. She just won't, she will never let that down. She'll be like, yo, you actually love me, huh? I don't think she does listen to my podcast, or does she? We'll find out after this. Um, but yeah, that's that's how graduation went. I got blisters, bro. I got hella blisters. Let's talk about that. Um, I wore the smallest heels that I could wear, and uh, it still hurted. Um, yeah, that's that was my graduation experience. <laughs> now let's talk about beforehand, the week before, uh, finals week. And I'm going to tell you right now, finals week 2022 has to be the best possible finals outcome out of all of them. I'm not saying outcome. No, all the outcomes have been fine throughout the past, you know, college, but I'm just talking about the process and the way I felt with it. Actually, no, that's a lie. I was actually a mess, but not as bad of a mess as years prior. If that makes sense. Um, so let's talk about a couple weeks beforehand. Um, <laughs> so the week, the last week before finals week is usually where like all the labs kind of have like practicals and I'm in microbiology and we had a practical. And when I tell you that practical was so bad, um, that was so bad. I will never, that was an experience of, that was an experience. Um, that was an experience. I just, <laughs> I just remember, um, my micro group. I love these ladies so much. Gabby, Emily, and Carly, right? I'll talk more about them later, but, uh, I'm sitting next to Carly 
behind Carly's Gabby, next to Gabby, and behind me is Emily, right? So Carly finishes her practical first. She leaves. Then Gabby. Then she leaves. I finish my practical. I'm outside um, waiting for Emily because I got nowhere else to be. Waiting for Emily to finish. And, like, when I left, like, the lab, I, like, took a little walk around because I was like, I need to clear my head real quick because <laughs> that was really bad. Let me just take on a little walk so I don't cry. And I come back to the lab area to sit and wait for Emily. And I just make eye contact with Emily and Emily just starts shaking her head like, mm-mm. And I'm just like, mm-hmm, yup. And so I just start, like, leaning against the wall and sliding down very, very slowly, very defeated. And I'm like, those tears are building up. And Emily comes outside and she was like, dude, what was that? And I was like, I don't know. And I was, and it was, it was just so bad that, like, we couldn't even... Like, when I tell you, like, we couldn't even, <laughs> we were like, what What did you say for that one? We were like, no idea. Like, there were, like, listen, some of this practical, I was like, okay, it was like weird. It was like check marks. And the check marks made zero sense to me. And I was like, what the heck? And so uh, there were some parts where, like, I was like, oh, okay, easy money, check mark, check mark, check mark. But there was other parts where I was like, what the fuck? Tucky mushrooms. I don't want to swear, but I just swear too late. Ah, whatever. Keep it PG. I don't really care anymore. Who cares? I've said it before. Um, New Year's resolution. Hashtag. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but that that ish like really took a toll on me because that was like a really weird. I was like, I don't know what the hell I just. I, I don't even know. There's actually a picture behind um, that was taken by Gabby before the micro practical. And it's just like me like rubbing not rubbing my eyes like yeah me rubbing my eyes and like panic while like Carly's like looking at her iPad and like Emily's looking at her binder and we're all just like stressing about this practical and when I tell you this practical ruined all of our fucking <laughs> I was keep swearing. it ruined our mood bro I was supposed to stay at the library at the law library I love you CSU law library um and study for finals because I had so many PowerPoints to get through, but literally I could not do it. I literally could not do it at all because I was like, I was so just defeated by that practical. And I was like, I just need to go home because nothing's worse than studying so hard for something and walking out of the thing you studied for as if like you shouldn't even have studied to begin with. It was like, you know what? Like there was really no reason for me to study at all because everything I studied was not even on there. Like it was the most, when I tell you, I ha- I literally went up to the professor on that Tuesday, the next week for the finals. And I was like, hey, hey, que-. I was gonna say, hey, hey, queen. Hey man, um, are you gonna curb the, fi- the practical? And he was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know it was bad when everyone was walking out of that practical being like, yup, yup, there's no hope. There's no hope. Um, Thankfully, it did not affect my grade. I ended up with an A. So we're goody on that part. Slay. Uh, shout out to me and myself and I um, and the micro lab girlies. Anyway, um, what else is there to talk about before I want to go into whatever? Um, uh, let's start. Wait, real quick with the micro uh, final. I just, so, I, I just, like, literally, whatever. I stayed up 
so late for that micro uh, final to study. Um, and I literally was so mad leaving that practical or leaving that final, I keep saying practical, leaving that final because I was like, damn, bro, like what the heck? Like it was whatever. Anyway, um, but for the micro final, uh, my micro group gang, Carly, Gabby, Emily, and I, we all wore like socks, <laughs> just socks, um, just certain socks. Don't want to go into detail because I would, I don't want to expose my future. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, I'm gatekeeping that. Sorry. Um, but we wore socks as like quote unquote good luck. And, you know, I'm going to just say that it did because we ended up with A's in the class, but it didn't feel like good luck because leaving that micro uh, final was kind of like, damn, for real. Uh, because I studied some stuff, but like I, uh, there was some stuff where I like I wish I studied more, like more so like chapter first, like the really early beginning chapters, uh, because he focused on details, and I was like, dang. But you know what? At the end of the day, we have an A in the class, and we're good. Even though the micro professor gave me and Carly a little scare um, by accidentally putting the wrong grades, but then we handled it. We handled it. Ain't nothing uh, a quick email can fix, you know. Anyway, let's get to... Oh my god, I'm like dropping my microphone. What the heck is going on? Hang on, hang on, I gotta fix this, I have to fix this. Alrighty, we're good. We're good. Fix the mic and everything. Um, I don't know what's wrong with this mic stand. It's so weird. I think you have to like... I haven't tightened it fully. Um, but that's okay. We'll worry about that later. Anyway, let's get down to business, aka talk about my college experience. Now, when you talk about the college experience, quote unquote, the typical college experience, you honestly, when I'm told that, I think about as if like it's an early 2000s comedy drama, comedy rom-com type of ish with Amanda Bynes as the leading act- actress and things like that. Or um, what's that one girl's name? <laughs> Emma. Emma, you know Emma. Now it's gonna be Emma, the girl from Easy A. What's her name? Emma Stone, Spider Man. Emma Stone. Anyway, but that's what I think about, like partying or like House Bunny, all those type of shows that we watched with, or like American Pie. Okay, you get you get the point. Okay, I went to a commuter school, and I'm also Lebanese American Muslim, so. Think about that. And what is my college experience? I had a great time either way. I went to a public school for high school, right? And it was literally school, home, practice, orchestra, whatever. And I'm back home. So I was literally kind of stuck in the same city or like my mom would take me or like whatever. I didn't really establish this quote unquote freedom. I established a new sort of freedom when I got to college. Obviously, like I didn't go like crazy and go to parties. No, I just had more freedom, meaning like I can do things on my own. Like I'm going to school by myself. I'm driving to school by myself. I'm spending long hours studying. My my way of having fun was, you know, going out to eat after a lab or going out to whatever, hang out with friends. 
you know, I wasn't really able to do that as much when I was in high school because my parents thought I was young. And when I was younger, like when I was 18, I was like, or 19, 17, 16, you know, when I was in high school, that age, you know, I would, you know, get upset with my parents, be like, why didn't you let me do this? Or why won't you let me do this? It's like, whatever. But I'm so grateful that I was able to do it now because like, you know, I'm a lot more mature and a lot more emotional. And like, you know, during my years of college, my parents really kind of had no choice because duh, I'm in college. Um, but with college, there's also, you, you mature in multiple ways. You mature as a person, you mature academically, emotionally, you know, spiritually, like the, you, you change a lot, but it's, you have to look at how you're changing. Are you changing? Are you declining? Or are you, are you inclining? Um, and we'll get into that a little bit later, but I think the first thing to talk about with college is my major. Do I regret my major? Do I regret being a biology major? And I've thought about it for a while. And no, I do not regret it. The reason why is because I want to continue education in that field. I'm not going to go in depth on what type just yet. But I would like to continue education and the field of biology is the best field for me because it's more, because it it just makes more sense, you know, Um, it's more helpful. And, you know, when I'm in grad school, the courses that I'll take, I'll kind of be kind of one step ahead of a person as if uh, people who, who weren't, you know biology majors because it would be like more so new to them you know however if I did not want to continue education or if I did not want to do anything more you know if I didn't want to go for a doctorate uh, of some sort I would not have done biology um so I'm a, I uh for the past few years I was on an executive board for society at, at my university and a lot of the times, and I was president for a couple of years, and so a lot of times I'll have students email me asking me, hey, you know, I want to change my major from this to this. What should I do? Um, and I tell them, you know, here's the thing. When you want to do something with your major, you have to make sure you have a backup plan. Like, what do you see yourself doing in that specific field of your major? You know, like, oh, you want to do communications. Okay, what, what, tell me what kind of job you see yourself doing with this major. Or you want to do English. What job do you see? Fashion, you know, ke- 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 uh, ke- um, chemistry, things like that. Like, what do you see yourself? You know, you have to understand because unfortunately, I'm going to be honest with you, and I tell students this all the time, is that with your degree, if you want to have a job with a decent pay, because this is the reality you're going to have to go a step further in your education. You're going to probably need a master's or, you know, even a doctorate of some sort um, of higher education than a bachelor's because some jobs are requiring more than that. And so you have to look at yourself. Okay, like, okay, with communications, what's the next step forward with it? Or where can I see myself? You know, that's kind of how you have to think. So for me, um, if things don't work out with what I'd like to do with grad school, I can kind of fall back on my bio degree and strive for something else because of how broad 
uh, that field is and how much variety there is within it, if that makes sense. Like I can do a lot more. I can go, I can do a lot. And I'm also very passionate about science and that like biology in general. Don't get me wrong. There have been multiple times during my undergrad where I'll say, I hate being a biology major. I hate science. I hate it here. Oh, I hate it. Why did I, why did I do this? I was in animal bio this semester and I absolutely hated it. Oh, I hated it. But you know what? I have to remember that I took courses like population biology, cell biology, biochemistry, and where I absolutely loved it. There's always, you mean, I don't, I don't, like, I love the, you know, the, it's like this emoji where it's like when you're taking the biology courses with like the DNA emoji, the Petri dish, I said, what? Petri dish and um, like bacteria emoji compared to taking classes with like the plant emoji, animal emoji, stuff like that. It makes sense. Like some people really like plants and animals and stuff. I kind of like, you know, the more chromosome DM, DNA. I can't speak chromosome DNA type of ish of it, you know, like I will F up a mitosis meiosis, but don't ask me ish about a phylum of a hexopoda or whatever. Or I think I said that wrong. Um, but yeah, no, I don't regret my major. Um, you know, part of me, there's some days where I'm like, oh, I wish I could do, I wish I should have done like computer science or computer engineering. I would have done that if I don't want to be what I want to be. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, and, and with that, to be honest, I, you know, I'm a STEM major. And within STEM, there is toxicity. And boy, I hate you toxic people. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with you. I was that person who used to secretly hate on STEM majors or was someone who acted pretentious um, and, you know, very egomaniacal when it comes to being a science major. You know, I thought I was the hot shit. And it wasn't necessarily because of like myself. It was because I was surrounded by very, you know, STEM toxic people who made me feel that way. And, <coughs> excuse me, I had a little sneezy sneeze moment. Uh, what the hell that is? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said that. Um, but I was friends with people who would say stuff and I'm like, yeah, English majors, losers. But girl, I love English writing. I teach English. What is wrong with me? Why would I say that? And then I realized, you know, what they're actually doing and you know it's not cool like there was one time this one girl it was my freshman year okay i got an 88 percent on biology one exam and mind you they gir they they curve i can't speak they curve ridiculously like 20 plus percent it is a weed out course bio one and bio two at my university are weed out courses these are prerequisite courses for med school, dental school, farm school, all, any type of school, any type of upper level school that you need, that is a prerequisite and they weed you out because they want you to suffer. No, I'm just kidding. No, they weed you out because they want to see, you know, whoever, you know. Um, And I got an 88% on the class, on, not in the class, but on the, on the first exam. Mind you, the class average with the curve was like a 68%. So I got an 88 with the curve. 
However, some of my friends got like 95s, 90 whatever. And mind you, like I the, like it's only like four people compared to the rest of the class of 200, okay? So, in theory and actuality, <laughs> I did pretty good on this first exam. And also I ended up with an A in the class. However, there was one girl who was a year above me who, you know, was literally someone who always hates on non-STEM majors, okay? Mind you, always hated on non-STEM majors. For what reason? Don't know why. And I remember I told her I got an 88 on that exam, and she was like, ooh, ooh, man, that's that's kind of low. And you know what? Even a 95 in that class is low. Like, dang, dude, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, though. It's okay. It's okay, though. This girl ain't even a ain't even a, a a freaking STEM major herself anymore, but like, and you know, she was a good friend of mine. But like, till this day, it sticks with me on how she ever and how she reacted to it and what she did. And I, you know, felt like crap for two weeks, and I felt very intimidated, but not in a good way by this person. And I felt very like, don't want to talk about grades with you. I don't want to do whatever because you probably see me really as stupid. Um, and I, it just like really like dampened my vibe for a good while because I was like, dang it, man. And I was like, man, I can't do anything right. Here's the thing that I learned in college. You don't need to have A's on exams to get an A in class. Does that make sense? I'm going to repeat that one more time. You don't have to get A's on exams to get an A in the class. Now, hold on and, and hear me out. There are some courses that do require you to get an A, right? Like who are that are only like exam-based courses, okay? Like my I have a couple classes where we literally only have exams and that's it. No homework, no nothing. That's literally the reality of college. But here's the thing. There's curves or there's also like different weights or how things are. And I'm not saying that for all all classes, but like for for some courses, you don't need an A on every single exam. I mean, I mean, yeah, like you want to do well on a couple, but like say you get like a C on one exam, that does not mean you're you're done for the rest of the semester. Okay, like don't think you're doomed. Okay, like don't don't do that. And actually, I'm gonna pull up something that I wrote my freshman end of my freshman year of college, and it was like things that I learned within my freshman year. And I'm just going to read it out loud to you. Um, where is it? Oh, my God. Did I lose it? Oh, my God. That's embarrassing. Okay, never mind. I can't find it. But in um, one of the things that I said was just because you get a low grade on one exam does not mean you're going to get a low grade on the other and vice versa. Just because you get a high grade on one exam does not mean you're going to get high on the other because some people get very comfortable and they're like, oh, I got this is whatever. And then boom, like you get humbled so quick. Um, but back on like the exam stuff, like I, yeah, I got an 88% on the first exam, which is not freaking bad. It's not bad. I wanted to slap the shiz out of my old self for feeling bad about that. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. Now there are moments where I was like, man, like there have been moments where like I got a score and it was, it's still a good score, but I would be upset with myself because I'm like, dang it. I thought I got a 98 on it, but I ended up doing no, not not as bad, not as well as I thought I wanted to do. Like there are those moments and those are completely valid moments. Like there have been moments where like, you know, I'll take a quiz and I'm like, shit, 
I think I ate that ish up and I get a fucking five out of ten. I'm like, oh god. Oh god. Let me just tell you about Microbiolab. I did not care about those lab quizzes. I did not there was literally one time I wrote I'm sorry on one of the quizzes. And you know, my TA said I'm sorry back and gave me a two out of ten. But you know what? I got an A in that class. And you know what? I'd graduated with a good GPA good ranking, good whatever, so it doesn't matter. And you know why? Because I'm not a non-toxic, I'm not, no, I am a non-toxic STEM student where I keep it real, okay? You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to get these perfect grades. You don't have to, you don't have to, you know, be on top of it. It's okay if you're not on top of it, okay? It's okay. You don't have to act like everything's okay. Like, you just, if you're going through it, chances are other people are going through it. Like, you don't have to put up this facade and, and act like someone you're not and, whatever anyway i am the poster child of stem okay no but um i also like you know like no they're they're i'm not saying like do bad on every single quiz no i am not saying that at all but i'm just saying it's okay it's okay but there were some moments where i wanted to like suplex my ta because i'm like girl if you don't give me a point back and i have argued with her sometimes about it but you know at the end of the day we got that a slay move on okay um but yeah, no, real uh, real quick about the, the toxic people. Some of these toxic people are liars. They lie, bro. They want, they, they, they lie. And what I mean by that is because one time my freshman year, this one girl said that she got a 93 on an, on an exam, right? She got a 93 on an exam. And I sat in front of, or sat behind her in lecture. And she popped open her blackboard and she literally pulled up the class. And when you pull up the class on Blackboard, your grade shows up at the top. And I saw her grade and it was orange. And orange means D. So homegirl got a D on the thing, but she was acting like, the, you know, she got a high grade and everything. I'm like, damn girl, at least like, say you got like a, like at least like, you know, you gotta, you gotta lie within reason. Like if you're, if you're gonna do that, like, you know what I mean? There was another time I don't know if I mentioned this on this podcast, but there was one time where a girl said that she got like a 92 or a 91 on an exam and everyone's like, what? And like, are we got, like ever our asses were what? Like we, I got like a 78 on it. My one friend got a 76. My one friend got like a 79 or an 80. Like we were all like, dang, what the hell happened? And this one girl was like, yeah, I got a 92 on it. Like, whatever. The professor, I kid you not. The professor walks in. The first thing he says was, well, um, not too happy about the exam scores. The highest score was an 84. Um, and when I tell you, when I tell you, the thing is the girl sat behind us a couple rows back. Uh, my friends and I were sitting across. I had to grab their hands. Like, no, 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 we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Like, do not turn around. Do not turn around. Do not turn around. Like, do not embarrass her. Like, she already has the embarrassment and feels enough. Like, I literally had to grab my friends. And I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, we are not going to whatever. But I did take a quick glance and this girl pat her head down. Like, bitch, if you're gonna lie, come on. There's no point of lying. Don't do it. Like, it's like, you look so dumb right now in that lecture okay anyway um but no i was i was embarrassed for her i was like dang the secondhand embarrassment is real and honestly this semester guys i had so much bad secondhand embarrassment to the point where i would get physically ill 
Like I would literally vomit. Like if I see something that's embarrassing for someone that like secondhand embarrassment, I will literally throw up on the spot. Um, yeah, it's it was bad. Like my stomach will turn and everything. Mm, no, this is embarrassing. Stop that. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> another thing that I really, really enjoyed seeing, and also did not like seeing at the same time. Um, but first, let me talk about. No, I'm gonna talk about. Uh, no, forget about it. Here, what I loved seeing is the growth of my friends and seeing their passion either go away or or like be like gain gain that passion. And when I say their passion going away, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in a way of them realizing that. What they originally wanted isn't really for them, and they found a new passion, and they're still discovering that, and that is completely okay. So I want to first talk about my friend Anthony. Anthony, I met him the first day of college, Gen Chem 1, okay? I was talking to this girl, Rania, love her, she's a sweetheart. We're talking, and she sees this guy, Anthony, she's like, oh my god, hey, and Anthony's like, oh my god, hey, and then he was like, oh, I have class right now. And I was like, oh, my God, I have class here, too. And he was like, oh, what are you? And, you know, he was pre-dental and biology, right? And I was like, oh, my God, I'm bio. Oh, my God. We're like, we're the same, same path, same everything. And we, you know, he was like, wait, where do you sit in the class? I was like, I'm usually like someone who likes to sit like near front, but like not too high, not too high, like especially in like big lecture halls. He was like, oh, my God, perfect. So we sat by each other and he was like, yeah, I want to be a dentist. I want to be an orthodontist, like blah, blah, blah. He was on top of it. He graduated with his associate's degree. So he's everything. And then he slowly started to lose his passion throughout the semester for dentistry and things like that. He was just like, you know what? Like maybe dentistry isn't for me like whatever and he and he decided to change his degree to psychology and he was like I love psychology I love everything about it I want to be you know I want to I want to be a therapist I want to be in clinics like I want to get my PhD like this is what I want to do instead and so the change that he had and he made you know, he shifted. He was someone who was like very into science and STEM like that. So he, he was like, man, I, I got to start taking these, you know, these psych courses and stuff like that. And he had like a wake up call and everything like that and, and was really on top of his ish. And now he's in a master's program in Denver and I'm very proud of him and I can't wait for him to continue succeeding and everything. But like, he really just like, I could just see the passion lose with when he was talking about you know biology and dentistry and things like that he like he just didn't want to you know do any of the science courses he's like this isn't for me I don't like this I don't find joy in this and I was like okay then we got to find what brings you joy and psychology and now he's in a master's program in Denver having the time of his life doing very well and I'm very proud of him the next person I want to talk about is my friend Lauren I like to call her Lauren glycolysis why because her last name was very difficult for me to spell. Not necessarily say, but spell. And I met her in a biology class and we talked about glycolysis a lot and her name reminded me of glycolysis. So her name, still in my phone till this day, is Lauren Glycolysis. Lauren wants to be a teacher. And I met Lauren, I think maybe the third week of school in a Roots of Rock and Soul class, which is a music class that I absolutely love. And I talked about it in this episode on this podcast. 
take it, you guys. You guys know I go to Cleveland State, take that class. Learning about the history of music, I absolutely loved it. So we met there, and then we realized we both have bio together. And, you know, we started hanging out uh, hanging out outside of class, all that. Very talented girl, by the way. She, she has a voice of an angel. Absolutely love it. I One of my favorite things was seeing the passion in her eyes grow when it came to education and teaching. You know, when you're in college, you're doing the first few years as like you're kind of your gen eds. So, she, you know, she's taking a lot of gen ed courses. But then, you know, sophomore, junior year was when she had to take, you know, more so like education based courses. And, you know, the second half of junior year, she was doing, you know, student teaching and things like that. And I had a conversation with her um, early this semester and we were talking about, you know, the education system and everything. And I was absolutely moved by what she was saying and how she was talking about and how, how passionate she has passion, compassion, you know, uh, sympathy and empathy for her students. And these are not necessarily her students, you know, she's student teaching, but you know, she treats them as her own. And, you know, that's what you're really supposed to do when you're student teaching, but you know, her passion for that is, is so amazing. And I was just like, Oh my God, I want you to be my student's my, my future kids is teacher because the way you care for students and she cares about, you know, making sure students have equal rights to education and, and things like that. And, and, you know, the way she, her approach for teaching and the way for approach for students to understand is absolutely beautiful. And, you know, seeing her grow as a person, as a student and mature, and I don't think she was immature in the beginning, but like a mature in a more, so like, cause we all mature, like mature, you know, more academically and, you know, focused and, and have it. This girl's literally on top of it. When I tell you, I I wish I was like her. She has a schedule. She has a planner. She's on it. Like in the morning, she's working out. She's getting her stuff done. Now she's waking up early in the morning to go to school and has everything, her daily hot girl walks. She's on top of it. And I'm so proud of her. Literally, I am so proud of that girl. Like she is literally the definition of the Typical it girl has her shit together and I'm absolutely proud of her and I can't wait for her to continue to succeed and have her own classroom. I am so proud of you, Lauren. Next person. <laughs> Next person. Um, uh, I, I have a, another friend of mine. Um, I'm, I have other names, but I just don't, I'd rather not say their names. But this person, you know, she, I met her. She was pre-med. She's pre-med. And then she told me, you know what? I think I want to go to law school now. And I was like, what? I want to go to law school now. So she, you know, her and I back in December, we were talking. You know, she was planning on taking her MCAT and I was studying for another exam. And I was like, oh my God, we're going to, we can study for our exams together. And she was like, you know what? Yeah. And then she was telling me how she doesn't really want to study for the exam anymore. And I was like, that's fine. Do whatever you want. And then she's telling me, she's like, you know what? I don't think I might, I might not really want to go to med school anymore. And I was like, what? What's going on? And she was telling me how she, you know, was feeling more passionate about, you know, a lot of stuff with like humanitarian type of things. And, and you know, tell me other things. And I, and I was like, wait a minute. You're, and I was like kind of adding it together. I was like, you're kind of giving me the vibe for law school and she was like yeah and I was like you're kind of giving me the vibe for humanitarian lawyer and she was like yeah and um I was like all right queen I support it whatever you want 
if that if med school's not your passion, then med school's not your passion. And if this is your passion and you want to do that, go ahead. When I tell you guys the meds, the pre-med to law school pipeline is strong, it is strong because I know like a good four people that have done this. Uh oh my god. Anyway, but uh I was talking to her again recently, and you know, she's in the middle of her gap year. She's working in a lab, super, super smart girl. I love this girl to death. Um, she was telling me, she's like, listen, I think I might want to go to med school again. And I was like, you know what, girl, whatever you want, I will support. There are times in life where you will lose your passion and be like, is this really what I want? And then you find a new passion and then you're like, wait, this is what I want now. And then you'll be like, you know what? No, not really. Let me go back. Like there are moments like that and it's completely normal. And I don't think we talk about this enough. Um, it's normal to lose that passion and, 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 and and be passionate about something else and then lose that and go back to your old roots, quote unquote, with what you want to do. That is completely normal. And like I said, like we need to n- normalize it. <laughs> like, I don't know why I even said that. I <laughs> Is my microphone okay? Like, hang on, let me fix this. Ah. All right. So fix it. This microphone issue is really bad for the brand. Come on, you're ruining my street cred. Terrible. Okay, moving on. Um, one more thing about the passion thing, because in college also you meet like new people, like new people and um, different types of people from different types of paths. Um, my friend Gabby, she is pre-vet and, you know, I met her, honestly, I met her my freshman year of college, but we didn't get really close until my senior year. Um, but you know, hearing her talk, and I never really interacted with someone who's like pre-vet and wants to be a veterinarian. Um, animals and me, I don't know. I love cats. I'm a, I can't really say that they love me back. Some of them do. I mean, Lauren's cat, Parsley, and I, we beef a little bit here and there, but whatever. I did have a dog bite me and, you know, I was on the news. And, anyway, that's not the point. Uh, animals. I also had a fish, Spicer, for seven months. Shout out to me. I was a great fish mom. It's not my fault. She, fault the fish died it it died due to un undisclosable um things i can't talk about it no i'm just kidding i really don't know why this fish died anyway rest in peace spicer loved you um but gabby <laughs> uh gabby talking about you know her passion about animals and you know her being a vet and what she wants to do and you know, why she is interested in this field and, you know, hearing her talk about, for example, like she works at a vet office, right? And just hearing her talk about like the way she talks about, you know, the patients, which are the animals and um, the little protocols that they have to do. For example, she's talking about, you know, how her cat had to, uh, I forgot what happened with her cat, but the cat had ended up wearing a cone. And, you know, just the way she explained the reasoning for why the cone was even there was just full of passion. And, and, and it was, like I said, it's beautiful. Like, it really warms my heart seeing my friends, you know, talk about something they're really interested in. Like, I love when my friends are talking to me about something that they love to hear. Like, for example, like, you know, having a friend, you know, talking about, sports of like a team or something like that or or like you know why am I blanking out all of a sudden or like my one friend talking about like you know like weightlifting or running or something like that if it's something that you love and are passionate or I have one friend who's engineering telling me about her experiment like that's absolutely beautiful so like when I was when you know even 
Gabby explaining to me the reasoning with the cone was so interesting because I was like, wow, like I didn't know that. And the way she explained it was so amazing and very clear. And I was like, ah, oh my God, I'm going to get an animal so you can treat it. Like literally, oh my God. Like I, I don't know. I started to feel like, oh my God, like the way I'm talking to you, the way you're talking to me, the way you're explaining it, how passionate you are about everything and why you want to do it. Like the, your point of it is just super amazing and I just want the best for you and I just know that everything that you're doing is from your heart because the thing is is that a lot of the times people who are pre-med pre-vet pre-farm pre-dental not a lot of them but some of them are in there for either the force of their parents or they want the prestige and they're not really you know, there because they want to help others. You know, you're, you're, you know, for example, like we're not trying to go into many years of debt because we want that. It's because we care, but there are some people who do. And, you know, long story short, probably they don't really have that. Um, but I, uh, I'm just, I'm just speculating. I can't, I can't really say, I shouldn't say, but, um, I just know from the way I talk to her, she's going to be great and she's going to do great things and she's going to do really well. And I want the best for her and she is going to be the best veterinarian. I cannot wait to call her Dr. Billings, you know? Um, Same thing with my other friends, like seeing that passion. I know it's rooted from deep inside and it's from the kindness of their heart and they're passionate, and they want to help others, and they want to make a change. They want to be a difference. They want to be the difference. They want to be part of it. They want to, you know, you know, be the contribution to positive changes. I don't know. I'm just feeling at this point, but th- this is this is true. This is what I what I love, and I and I and I'm very proud of them. And and like I said, like I cannot wait, and I have no doubt with all of them, that they're going to be great. <sighs> so proud of them. You know, and, um, you know, one of my, one of my favorite things in this entire world is cracking the shy and quiet person and seeing them break out of their shell into this quirky, funny, amazing person because it just kind of gives you like this access that is not given to everyone else because it's it's also something that's very special because you get to and and I, I feel special like oh my god like you're getting me this access because not everyone not everyone you know gets this um, I have one particular person in mind, and it's the Carly. Carly, um, my amazing lab partner, um, and now amazing friend. Uh, she, you know, when I first met her, um, you know, she was part of the club that I was part of the club, and and I didn't really know of her. I knew of the name, I knew you know who she was, but I didn't really know her until you know when I took micro with her and even then like she was very you know quiet I'm not like she was not stone or cold or anything like that she was just very quiet you know she's still very nice and very you know cooperative and things like that but you know wouldn't really talk much or really do anything 
But then, you know, as weeks progressed and whatever, we got, we started talking more and whatever, like she started to slowly, 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 you know, let down that guard and that shield. And she opened up into this giant dork. And I love it, dude, that (laughs) you're such a dork, dude. And (laughs) And I love it. It's the best thing. And, um, and on top of it, I just like, you know, kind of see them grow into this person. I'm like, oh my God, like I, where have you been all my life? Like this person, um, holds near and dear to my heart. And I, it's, I just love how we, you know, she, she did like, she, I don't know. I just felt so special. Cause whenever I talk, I'm like, oh my God, I know damn well not everyone gets this type of, you know, treatment. Okay. Y'all don't, whatever. Um, but no, I love that kid. And I cracked the shy kid, everyone. I, literally, when I first saw her and, like, we interacted in lab, dude, she saved my ass in lab. And I talked about this last episode, but she really did, dude. She's such a smart girl. She knows what she's doing. She's on top of it. She's a leader. She led the way. Super amazing. Um, she's literally the opposite. Like, think, like, say you have, like, a shitty friend, right? She's, like, the opposite of it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but, like... Yeah, no, like she's she's great and amazing and um I probably would not have gotten that A if it wasn't for her. I literally saw her and I was like, I'm gonna crack this kid. Like she's quiet, bro. She's quiet. And I was like, I'm gonna crack her. That's my goal. And I did it. And look at us. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um in college, um I realized how grateful I am and how privileged I am with some things. And what I mean by that is, alhamdulillah, you know, you know, I don't really have to worry about school payments or things like, or like tuition or, um, you know, worrying about a textbook or something like that. Um, that's something that's like a stress that I never had to worry about compared to some other people. And I didn't really realize that. Like, it's something I was like, oh, okay, I need to buy a textbook. Okay, no biggie, whatever. But like, I have, have friends would be like, dude, I can't afford the textbook. Like, I can't afford $60 right now. I can't afford $200 right now. And it didn't, like, it's, there's some moments where I'm like, oh my God, this doesn't really cross my mind. And I don't, and I, and I have to kind of sit back and realize, like, I'm very thankful for a lot of things. Like, for example, like, um, you know, when I was studying for my, ex- uh, uh, for an exam one summer, I was like, I literally one day I was like, oh my God, I forgot my bio notes at home, like my paper bio notes. And in my head, I was like, if I had an iPad, like if I had an iPad, I would not have forgotten them because they are on there. And what did I did less than 24 hours later, I had an iPad in my hand. I have, I'm very privileged and I can have, and I can say I can do that. And I have that. I don't have to worry about gas or anything like that. There's those little other stressors. So like, you know, yes, my, my undergrad was very stressed and I'm not invalidating the stress that I went through and the things I, whatever, but, um, I, you know, I had other things that I didn't really have to worry about. If that makes sense. I had like, you know, less of a stress on certain things. Um, right. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? (laughs) But um, I, I'm very grateful and alhamdulillah and, and, and you know, I hope um, to keep working and, and hopefully, you know, when I'm a, 
you know, successful dentist and everything. I would love to, to, to give back and do all that, which is, which, you know, help the community that got me to where I am, which is something that I, I started to realize, like, I'm very passionate about community outreach and education. And, you know, I wrote a literature review about like the status of oral care and, you know, its impact on the people in the United States. And I realized that like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm very privileged in, in ways where I can't, I couldn't even think where, you know, for example, like dental insurance, you know, uh, I go to the dentist twice a year, but, uh, and you know, if I have an issue or if like my wire hurts or is hurting me or something like I could just easily go to the, the dentist and, you know, get it done and, and stuff like that. But, you know, unfortunately not a lot of people can have that opportunity or, you know, not a lot of people understand or have that education about, you know, oral care and their oral health. And you don't realize that there's a two-way relationship between your oral health and overall health. And, you know, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it, you know, there's a lot of things and experiences that I had um, in my undergrad that really bolstered my resolve to give back and, you know, participate in community outreach programs. I've always wanted to help. I'm always, I'm always about, you know, giving back and whatever, but you know, there's certain things that I would like to do. Like I have a dream of having a mobile bus and giving, you know, dental care, free dental care and things like that, because why not? You know, if you have the ability to help someone, why not? That's the thing that I was doing all in undergrad. Like, uh, I was always that person. Oh, you're taking chem this? Oh, psh, here, let me send you my labs. Let me send you this. I can. I, I did it within reasons. Like, I, I didn't send anything that I should not have sent Cleveland State admissions people or whatever. Sorry, I just had to. I don't know. What if they spying on me right now? I don't know. Anyway, but no, if you guys, like, needed help with, like, sell bio or something, like, I would send you my notes and things like that. Like, I will help someone. Um because I didn't do undergrad alone. I would, someone helped me. Someone sent me their old labs, um, as you know, something to kind of see on how I should be writing a lab or how I should be doing this. Like, obviously there are different ex experiments and things like that, but like it, you know, helps with guidance and understanding. And, and so like, obviously I didn't do undergrad alone. Like I had people and, um, you know, not just like people helping me, you know, by, you know, giving me their old notes from classes before, but, you know, people even in class, you know, I, I, I had Sam, you know, Sam was someone who I met my first day of school freshman year in chem. And, you know, we've been through it all through thick and thin since then. And, you know, I, I, I'll never forget December 6th, 2019, I did not do so hot on a gen chem one exam and I busted out of that lecture hall crying in tears, bro, in tears. And Sam followed me out. It was like this dramatic little movie scene. And Sam followed me out and was and gave me like this tough talk and was like, listen, dude, like you're fine. It's going to be okay. Like this doesn't define you and all of that. She constantly would remind me all these three years, uh, all these, you know, few, uh, past few years. I forgot. I can't count. Um, and would, you know, really be like, you know, this doesn't define you. Like, you're doing great. She would always, you know, kind of remind me like, hey, hey, stop being hard on yourself. Stuff like that. Um, and I'm really appreciative of her. Um, a week later of December 6th, it was like finals week, like December 15th, 13th, whatever. Um, we were just sitting in the chem lounge 
like floor three of the bio of the bio department. And uh, we were just being weird and like going through our wallets and being like, oh, here's my ID. Here's my this, this is a gift card, it's whatever. And she did the same thing because um, we were just like cleaning out stuff because we were like, we're done. Let's just clean out our laptops and our wallets, I guess. And um, she took out a Peppa Pig Band-Aid and was like, here you go. You can keep this. And I was like, thank you. I love Peppa Pig. And I kept that Band-Aid in my wallet. Because I was like, how cute would it be <laughs> if Sam needs it or whatever one day? Just kind of return it. And one day this semester, my last semester, I noticed Sam cut herself and she was reaching for a Band-Aid. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. She was like, what, what? I already opened the Band-Aid. I was like, no, 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 no. I have something. And I pulled out my wallet. And I gave her back the Peppa Pig Band-Aid. And I said, I have been hanging on to this Band-Aid since our, since our freshman year, waiting for this exact moment. <sighs> I love that kid. Great kid. You know, I'm going to miss a lot of things in college. Like, you know, you know I'm going to miss studying in the library. I'm going to miss texting my friend Zoe. Love you, Zoe, by the way. You know, being like, yo, I'm studying in the law library if you want to join. Or, like, texting people, where are you at? Or, did you do the Pearson? You know, I'm, I'm going to miss, like, the little things. You know, sending audio messages to Serena. Being like, girl, guess what happened? And we'd just be ranting about our classes. Serena and I um, literally had our same schedule, literally, freshman and sophomore year. We were, you know... I love that girl. She's one of my best friends and I still talk to her till this day. Um, and, you know, we just, we literally got through classes together by just ranting about it. Uh, I remember we would like during, cause COVID, cause like my freshman year, I had a normal semester and then boom, the spring semester COVID and everything was online and my entire sophomore year was online. And, you know, her and I would do, like, FaceTime. Because here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with you. CSU had no idea what the hell to do during that COVID time. CSU was also the last school to shut down out of every other school, by the way. I'm about to put CSU under the bus on that part. But you know what? It's fine. It's whatever. Here we are. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I just remember her and I, like, doing, like, our little, you know, FaceTime, Zoom calls, being like, all right, let's do this lab. Um, how we do it and whatever. Um, and it's like looking back on those moments, like, oh, like it's like they're bittersweet moments. It's like it, they weren't fun doing it, but looking back, it's like, ah, like my sophomore year, every single day, Jenna and I, because we took OCHEM together, OCHEM one and two, we took it together, we and we studied together. I remember we were on top of it with each other, you know. Uh, say we're studying, I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna check in at 10 p.m., all right, I'll check in at 12 a.m. Like, we did not sleep at all, um, but. Uh, I just remember, like, we FaceTimed almost every single day during sophomore year. And honestly, if it wasn't for those, like, motivations and, like, those daily check-ins and stuff like that. And she's a, you know, Jenna, I love you, dude. Like, you're you're near and dear to my heart. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I really wouldn't have gotten through that semester. Like, I wouldn't have gotten through freshman year without, you know, those tiny interactions, those little things that build up, those little calls, those Zoom calls that, you know, oh, wait, let's do this review. Let's do whatever. Same thing with sophomore year with Jenna and like OCHEM. Like I would have not have gotten through OCHEM if it wasn't for Jenna. Same thing with Sam. Like Sam, you know, Sam and I have taken at least 
one class together every single semester. And, you know, sometimes I'm lucky enough to have two classes with her each semester. Um, it's just like those little people. And I, I feel like I'm quoting Taylor Swift's like NYU honorary doctorate speech where she was like, you did not graduate alone. Like you graduated people. And that's true. Like, honestly, like this degree is because of, you know, that one person who gave me a pencil, you know, um, Lath gave me a pencil my junior year and I still have that pencil. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have been able to take my anatomy exam. Like, it's just like those little things. I'm being dramatic, but like, you have to really think about it. Um, but yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm going to miss looking to my side and seeing Amisha knocked out <laughs> or like her shopping for like fungo pops or tennis shoes. Um, and things there was like moments when the world cup was happening during the semester her and i would watch the games and like you know celebrating and you know good moments um she also graduated this semester congratulations to her um there was just you know without her like you know she got me through micro practical not micro practical i'm sorry animal bio practicals and animal bio lab you know she was part of my lab group um for animal bio you know um and I just got an email from my mom. Why is my mom emailing me at 10 p.m.? Girl, what are you doing? Anyway, um, back to the computer. Um, there's so much more I want to say and so many more people I want to talk about. Um, but I don't want to make this podcast too long. Um, <laughs> what's funny is that on... Um, the couple sat Sundays before, I think it was the Sunday, December 4th. So like two weeks before. So it was the week before finals week, like that last week of school. I just remember I was studying with my friend Lana and I had like a breakdown in the law library. And she was like, I knew it was coming when we went to brunch because she saw me at brunch and she was like, yeah, no, something's happening. And boom, by 8 p.m. I was in tears. Um, I was just stressing about everything, about life, my future and stuff like that. Um, we went to brunch before because our lovely friend Noor, um, we were celebrating her birthday and we got her a cake, but Noor didn't want the cake after we were eating it. So we just put it in Lana's car. And so after <laughs> we studied, we literally were eating Noor's birthday cake in Central Garage at Cleveland State. <laughs> like, are you serious? That's so funny to me. Um, and it's just like, you know, that one song with like the mouse? Do you guys know what I'm talking about with like the with the mouse and it's like dun, 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 no uh no okay that's that's fine um it's like a piano so I'm trying to find it on Spotify right now but uh, it's fine we'll give up um it's just like little moments like that that I'm like gonna look back on or like you know when um Sam Hope and I in the fall of 2021 before finals week we studied in the Neomed building until like 10 p.m. or whatever and then we decided to end the night riding scooters in central garage and that was when i had a baby scooter and shout out to my friend marissa morello marissa i dude dude you you are amazing man um she she gave me that scooter and I love that scooter so much. Um, I now have an adult scooter, which is more appropriate for me to ride and more safer for me to ride. But uh, that little baby razor scooter that I got on October 30th or September 30th, 2020, 
holds near and dear to my heart too. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Marissa also, she girl, she's also another girl who's the definition of an it girl. This girl got her Stanley cup. She got her iPad. She got everything ready. She's ready. She got her tablet. She got her screen. She's on top of it. She is up at 5 a.m. doing her work, doing her construction, doing her, her, I, I'm blanking out. I'm so sorry. Doing her, her Instagram reels and everything. I am so proud of that girl too. And I cannot wait for what she's doing. Homegirl got a job offer already. She got a job offer way far ahead. I'm not going to talk about it. Like, I'm, I'm going to gatekeep it, but um, that's iconic. She's so good. She got job offers way, way before graduation. So that's amazing. Um, I feel like I should end it on a couple of, of notes. Um, I do want to mention uh, about being a good student. You know, being a good student doesn't really mean scoring the best always. You know, scores don't talk about us. So you should never really you know, apologize for whatever, because, um, I'm going to let you guys on a little secret. Uh, you know, I, w- I was kind of going through it a little bit mentally this semester and I didn't really want to tell many people, but you know, I-, I emailed my, uh, TA, even though I was doing well in the class, I didn't want her to think anything different of me. Um, because you know, I-, I got a score that I wasn't too fond of on a, on a quiz. And I told her, I was like, I'm sorry, girly. And she was like, listen, you're amazing. You and your friend group, you guys are better than the class, basically, she said. Um, she said, you need to be more confident. She said, you're going to be amazing and you're going to do amazing things in life. And then she told me about how being a good student doesn't mean scoring the best always. Um, I think being a good student is acknowledging. Um, in addition to being academically mature, you want to be academically smart. Um on certain things. And what I mean by that is that like when you're mature, it's like, you're okay, you're understanding, okay, and accepting. And when you're being academically smart, meaning you have to prioritize, you know, is this worth it? Is this going to take away from my studying and stuff like that? Um, and, you know, not always kind of comparing yourself or, you know, letting yourself go. And I mentioned earlier in this podcast about like, oh, when you score low, doesn't mean, you know, you should, that's, that's how you're going to be for the rest of the semester. And I really got to keep that to myself. Um, not to myself, but I have to really remind myself because, you know, we spend, you know, we spend all these hours studying and worrying about the future and the what ifs that we forget about these happy moments that got us here too. Like, yeah, we stress and we cry a lot, but there was more and, you know, look at where we are now. You know, we we forget about, you know, all the fun things that we did. And like now I'm here sitting back like, oh, I just remember like crying, screaming, crying, throwing up because of stress. But no, I'm, I'm remembering these happy moments. I'm remembering, you know, being stuck in the elevator a couple times at Rhodes Tower. I will never forget that moment. It was March of last year. I was stuck in the elevator and I had a Texas Sisters Lounge group chat being like, yo, is anybody here? And I had to get the security pull me out and everything. And they're like, you again. And why did they say you again? It's because I had to call campus police like 12 times beforehand because of other reasons. It's always me who has to call the police. It's so frustrating. Anyway. Oh, there was a uh, one story in particular. <laughs> There's this one story. Oh my God. Wait, that's <laughs> really, I just completely forgot about this. 
Uh, oh my god, this podcast is so long. I swear I'm almost done. Um, it was like the third day of school, okay? And I was like leaving this one class and I see this girl that I met from another class and she's like, hey. And here's the thing about like going to a, com- a commuter school. Um, I like I'm happy I go to a commuter school. Um, but like when you're in a commuter school, like, and you don't really, and I'm so glad I did this, but I'm so glad I went to a college that no one or barely anyone, like maybe one or two, but like, I never talked to them in high school, um, went to, um, people, no one from high school went to the same university. So it's like, I'm glad I got to branch out and meet brand new people, um, that I love and actually can tolerate. Um, but so like when you're, when you're starting off, like at a brand new campus with knowing literally no one. Um, it's kind of difficult, um, kind of figuring out and finding your way. But, you know, thankfully, I'm, I'm glad that the transition was kind of really easy for me by a couple weeks. Um, but I had a couple time, I had a couple hours to kill in between uh, my chem class and then my writing, my writing class, to my chem class. So after, you know, I saw this one girl from another class, she saw me and we walked to whatever. And um, we were sitting outside the courtyard now just you know chilling and catching up and she was telling me how she has like an audition and I was like you have an audition okay um and she was like yeah I'm really nervous like I don't know what to do I was like you know what man like my dad tells me like confidence is preparation times three the more you prepare the more confident you are and obviously he's talking about in your studies but like in general like even like you know I grew up as a violinist with violin performance the more and more I practice the more confident I am because you know I I know the bowing I know the the finger patterns I know everything I I practice it enough when you don't practice enough you're going to be like oh I don't know if I should play it so I'm guessing you know with singing like it's the same thing you know practice the song keep practicing and she was like you're right I'm gonna practice and I was like yeah there you go And then all of a sudden, it goes silent. And then she starts singing. (laughs) She's like, people keep on talking. I was like, oh, Alicia Keys? Okay. Like, in the middle of the courtyard. And mind you, like, if you know how the courtyard looks, well, well, probably if you've never been there. It's just like a, it's just a typical courtyard with chairs and a a fountain. But um, she just starts singing. And I was like, oh, this is what we're doing right now. And mind you, like, I said, like, I have secondhand embarrassment issues and it's like, sometimes it's not even embarrassing. I just get secondhand embarrassment for no reason. Like if you literally walk in and you're like, hello. And like the decibels are really off to me. I get secondhand embarrassment because I think it was just embarrassing. I don't know. I just think everything's embarrassing and including myself. Like I think recording this podcast right now, I'm really, I'm, you guys are probably getting secondhand embarrassment for me and I'm sorry. Like, but it's, it's whatever. Anyway. Um, so she's just there and I mind you like this girl's singing to me and I'm like, okay. Um, she's pretty good. Um, but I just didn't expect it. And she was like, everything's gonna be all right. And I was like, okay. I was like, do I, do I join? Cause I'm, I'm about to join because okay, she's going, um, she's getting louder and louder and louder and people are noticing. And I'm like, okay, am I in a flash mob or something? Like, am I on, what would you do with Jonathan Quinoa? Like, uh, cause what if I walk up and leave and he's like, excuse me, ma'am, excuse me, ma'am. I'm Jonathan Quinoa, Quinones, whatever. From what would you do? Why'd you do that? Like, I don't want that to happen, but you know. She made it, y'all. So proud of her. Um, Don't know what she's doing right now, but uh, I wish her the best. (sighs) But yeah, I'm done with college. And 
I'm very at the end. I know I mentioned this a lot, but I'm very, I'm very grateful for the people that I've met, the people that I've known, the people that uh, I met during college, but I no longer talk to. Um, they have some sort of help and, and, and they made me who I am today. There are some people that I no longer talk to and that's for the best. Um, and there's some people that, you know, you know, we drifted apart or we just like, you know, don't have, um, you know, classes together anymore. That's another thing that someone kind of asked me about. Um, you know, am I afraid of losing friends or like losing people? You know, do I, do I keep in touch with people? Um, and yes, of course, you know, the thing is I can only do so much, you know, um, I do have a little bit of a fear that like, I'm afraid that I might like them more than they like me. And, um, to them, I'm probably just like, you know, a typical person or like I might, or to me, they're probably a close friend. I don't, I, no, I don't really feel that with anyone right now. Um, you know, like, uh, like, you know, I don't think that at all. Um, there was a, like, you know, like I met some like good group of people that, you know, really understand, for example, like my, my non gatekeeping girlies, you know, um, these girlies are on it always. They're, they, they are the typical students that you want to be. I think these ladies are so smart. I think these ladies are going to be so great. I mentioned them before Carly, Emily, and Gabby, these girls are the typical star students. You know, they're non-toxic. They keep it real. They're, you know, they accept that they're not the perfect students, but that's what makes them the perfect students because they accept the bumps in the road. And they're, they're good students. They get good grades still. And you can be that. And, you know, being around those girls really helped and really, you know, helped you know, shape, shape and shift the way I see academics and things like that. And being around them constantly also made the environment more comfortable and really helped. And, you know, these ladies really helped with easing, you know, my stress and anxiety, especially this semester, because, you know, that's something I kind of really dealt with a lot. Um, and I can just tell like these people are going to be lifelong forever friends, you know? And like, you know, I, I've met some people that, I thought we're forever friends, but then I'll, I realized very quickly, you know what, maybe it's best that they're not in my life anymore. And, um, it takes a lot of emotional maturity to walk away from it. Um, but you know, damn, it feels good. Um, there's some people that, you know, uh, I'm like, Ooh, I don't like you. Let's finish the semester and never talk ever again. And thankfully we never talk again. Um, there's some people that I've had classes with them literally my freshman year of college and only freshman year of college, like first semester. And I still talk to them till this day. Uh, we don't talk, we don't see each other at all, whatever, but we still keep in touch. Shout out to you. Um, and like, like I said, like I can only do so much. So it's like a reciprocation type of thing. I'm not going to constantly reach out and read wherever if they're not going to reciprocate that, you know? But the thing is at the same time is like, we're all busy with their lives, with our lives. You know, um, you know, there are people, like I mentioned, like those girls, they really change my perspective on good people. And I can try to have, um, and like kind of gives you hope. Like I've met a lot of people this semester and I've gotten close with people this semester and within the past year of 2022 that really helped, you know, change my perspective. Like, Hey, there are good people because, you know, without, within college, you know, I've had some really bad I had a, a one really bad friendship experience that really, 
you know, it was just constant, unnecessary emotional turmoil. And it really, like, just jaded me. And then I met these new people, and I'm like, slay, okay. Um, and on top of it, like, I had, you know, I separated myself from that toxicity of, you know, STEM. And honestly, like, I work in research and things like that. And, you know, I, it's not just in college. Like, it's also in the workforce. It's there. And it's, it's something that you have to deal with. But the thing is, like, you have, you can separate yourself from it. Um, it's just acknowledging where you are and what is going on is kind of like that big thing as well. (sighs) Man, that's so funny. Everyone's like, oh my God, we're on winter break. And I'm like, winter break, girly, I'm on break. I'm done. I'm on break for the next eight months. I don't know what you're doing. You have fun doing your little piercing assignments, your little lab practicals, but I'm done, babes. I did 3.5 years. Okay. Make fun of my little, little, Yes, everyone knows. Alhamdulillah, at the end of the day. Alhamdulillah. Mashallah alayhi. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I couldn't have done it without some of you guys. And I'm really grateful for you all. Uh, I did this. I started this podcast literally November of my freshman year of college. And look where we are now. <sighs> now I'm getting sentimental. I'm going to start crying. All right. This podcast has been too long. Thank you all for listening. And happy new year, because I know uh, this episode's coming out on January 1st, 2023. New year, new whatever. I don't know. That's another podcast episode coming out. I'll do another one for that. Talk about 2022. Maybe not. Maybe we'll talk about 2023 beforehand. Predictions. Stuff like that. It's whatever. I'm going to stop talking. That's just being annoying. Anyway, I love you all. Talk to you guys soon. Peace out.